Hey, this is the Waffle Press Hangouts. My name is Diego Crespo with the Waffle Press Podcast, and today I have with me Mike Messina, or Mike the Film Guys. You know him on Twitter and YouTube. How's it going, Mike? Doing pretty good. Nice Star-Lord hat, by the way. Thank you. All right, so me and you are pretty big Matthew Vaughn fans, oh, and, yeah. well, Kingsman came out, or is going to come out, and this is our spoiler <laughs> review for the Waffle Press and for you and... This, holy shit, this movie is so good, and we couldn't talk about everything we needed to in your spoiler-free version, so now let's just get everything out in the open. Kingsman kicks ass, unequivocally kicks ass. It probably going to be in my top ten of the year for a very long time. Like, obviously, yeah. it's early in the year, so I can't get too into, like, what other movies are going to fall in, and... January was shit as usual. February <laughs> gonna be like half shit, half good, and then we'll start getting the real good movies. But Kingsman is like on another level of good. It's fun. It's it's really funny. It's cynical as all hell. Mm-hmm. Like it. It's different from Mark Millar's work. Like Matthew Vaughn's a, a fucking rock star when it comes to directing. He he oh, knows yeah. how to have his cake and eat it too in a kind of way. Like <laughs> he's able to make fun of the audience, but then also laugh with us. And you're not just at us. Like you're killing it with these puns. First you said it kicks ass. The director, the director of Kick Ass, and then you said uh, have his cake and eat it too. The director of Layer Cake. Okay, I'm glad you caught that stuff because I would have been really disappointed if you didn't. Okay, you did it on purpose. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> oh, I was gonna have a problem, but all right. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Mark Millar's work. Really? At all? No, I think he's not that good of a writer. He mistakes yeah. like graphic torture porn and sometimes <laughs> just porn as like good right. story elements. And I'm not I'm not a graphic fan of that. Torture like, porn. That sounds like the other movie coming out opposite uh Kingsman the Secret Service. Oh uh Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. Uh that's, that's a whole that's other a, that's, topic. A, that's that's uh Mark Millar uh Work right? No, I'm uh, no but <laughs> anyway, it's it's worse than Mark Millar's work. But uh, no, Kingsman. Let's just dive right into it. Spoilers. All right. What was your favorite part of Kingsman? This is pretty wow. much wow. Freaking oh, out about man. the my favorite part of Kingsman. Jeez, dude. I mean, there's so many good things. It's hard to choose just one. Um, if I were to choose just one thing that I'm so glad that Kingsman gave me is um, the introduction to Taron Egerton. Damn you. Okay, because... I'll save that point for later, but we'll just we'll just go right into it. Uh, okay. Taron Egerton and Sophie Cook are the two Kingsmen who make it through the rest of the movie. And they're both so good. Even Sophie Cook, she has like she's definition of supporting role. She doesn't really get that much to do beyond support the main character, mm-hmm. but I I really like her. She has a good screen presence, mm-hmm. and she's super likable. And she she's basically without her, they would have lost her character. Like yeah. they would have uh, if she didn't blow up the satellite first, then they would have they would have been over. Valentine would have won. Yeah, I think and, that's a cool little thing. And speaking of Valentine, uh, played by Samuel L. Jackson, he totally nails the character just so well. Um, Samuel L. Jackson, you can tell, just had so much fun playing this villain. 
and it, he was just hilarious. And um, it, 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 I mean, it was a pleasure to just watch him on screen. Just because, I mean, I just soaked up every single second of it. Just like all the other characters too, though. Everyone had their, you know, just special things going on. Um, you, you, you had just just an amazing cast with this movie. It just felt like everyone fit in the right spot. It was just a, a big puzzle of greatness. Yeah, I agree. It, this is very much his... Uh... His classic Bond villain now. Like, if not yeah. for Silva and Skyfall, I think this would have been the best Bond villain in, like, decades, hands down. This might be the best Bond movie in decades, with, if not for, like, <laughs> Skyfall, Casino Royale. Like, it's, it's up there for me, if, if you want to classify it as a Bond movie. I, I adore it. But, um, yes, Samuel Jackson rocks it. I did not know Mark Hamill was in it. I, uh, oh, Awesome. So that was awesome. a big surprise to me. I had a, a pleasant surprise. He's going to be rocking it in uh, Star Wars 7 later this year. But And I thought it was cool um, seeing uh, Luke Skywalker and Mace Windu together on, on screen. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. You didn't think about that? I was like, um, oh, someone's a Star Wars fan. Oh, wow. That's oh, that's so cool. I, I'm happy about that now. <laughs> oh, world's colliding. Yeah, but yeah, I didn't even know he was there, and he he kind of had just a small little role. Yeah, he didn't really do much, but it was it's nice to see Mark Hamill. Everyone likes Mark Hamill. I mean, he, he's having a cool year too. Be, between Kingsman: The Secret Service, um, he is going to be on The Flash, one of my favorite shows right now, and of course, The Force Awakens in December. So it's a big, it's the year of Hamill. Sidebar about The Flash. That okay. almost made my top five shows of last year when it was only nine episodes in. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm a pretty big fan of it, too. But back to Kingsman so I don't get back off topic to with right. our superheroes nonsense. Um, yeah, this movie, just all around it, Matthew Vaughn is always such an energy behind his films. Like, it's just mm -hmm. like going to a concert, you know? Like, oh, yeah. The music's blaring. The music in this movie is really good. Not quite on par with Guardians of the Galaxy, oh, but no, I can no. see an argument for that. What was that? I was like, but what is? Yeah, that, that's true. But he, he just, like, he directs movies with relatively simple stories. Like, I mean, Kingsman's not that complex of a story, but I'm not someone who believes that complex stories automatically equate good stories either. The, the thing, though, with Kingsman is, like, speaking of the story, is, um, and since we're talking spoilers here, um, the typical story that you would expect this expect to happen in this movie is, you know, he would end up winning the spot, right, in The Kingsman. But he doesn't. You know, he doesn't uh, shoot the dog. Even though there was no bullet in the gun, you're, he was supposed to, uh, because he was ordered to do it, um, shoot the dog because, um, you know, Michael Caine's character told him to, but he doesn't. And so... He's let go, and that's it. And Sophie Cookson's character is given the spot. And, you know, after um, Colin Firth's character dies, then he's called to action and then totally kicks ass. Yeah, okay, that's, that's true. <laughs> it, it, it's, he, it's kind of unconventional. In a, in a, kind of, I mean, it's not even, extremely crazy, but... 
No, yeah, but uh, if anything, it's the execution of a Matthew Vaughn movie that is supremely unconventional. Like, mm-hmm. he always kind of has a, a different sense of humor that I think goes well with Mark Millar's material because he tones down the the uncomfortable, like, really morally duplicitous story elements. Yeah. And he makes them fun, but also, like, it, it's self-aware in the sense that it's all goofy and that sometimes it's a little mean. Like, okay, the yeah, end sure. gag. Uh, some people have noted that it's, it's kind of problematic because it, it's supposed to be, like, a spoof on the old-school Bond movies, how they end with James Bond always, like, having sex. Yeah. And then here the princess is like, oh, you know, you could, we could do anal or whatever. And yeah. <laughs> but I I kind of feel like the, the movie's aware that that is a disgusting trope. Like I, I I don't know. I don't see it as that problematic, but I won't tell someone oh, no. it's not. Either. Why why would that be problematic? I don't I don't see why that'd be problematic. That's the type of movie it is. The way that old Bond movies played out with uh, their female characters, like, mm-hmm. or even just Bond movies in general, like 90% of them are pretty much had their female characters for Bond to sleep with. And yeah, but in I a way, that's I, kind of what the princess yeah, uh, falls into. I don't think, but um, that's not Matthew Vaughn saying that, you know, females are only there to reward what the males do because, like you said, you have Sophie Cookson's character who actually wins the spot as the newest member of the Kingsman. It's not like he... It's not like Matthew Vaughn was saying here, oh, um, you know, women are, you know, secondary. Oh, yeah, no, 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 I I agree with you. She plays a huge part in, um, you know, helping to save the day. No, yeah, no, I agree with you. I'm just just noting the... The possible yeah, repercussion that's going to get, yeah. I, and I, I just don't think that it's worthy of people getting mad over if they do. I, I think if anyone's going to get upset over something, that might be it. But the, the movie's got like a really – what was that? I didn't think about that. that I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see if that happens. Yeah, I mean the movie itself is like – it's, it's kind of dark, you know? Like it's, it's funny, it's exciting, but it's, it's pretty dark for a, a – a really fun spy thriller. It is really dark because um, the cr- it takes a really crazy turn when um, Colin Firth's character dies. I mean, it happens right after he kills about you know what, almost a hundred people in a in a church, and you're like, oh yeah. Holy crap, Colin! We got to talk about that scene in a second too. This is insane. This is the one of the best action sequences I've seen in years. I can't believe what is happening, and then he dies. And then you're like, oh, maybe he's gonna come back at the end. Um, You know, something weird happened. It wasn't something. Matthew Vaughn's gonna come up something tricky here. Nope, he's really dead. And I like the way the film plays that, too. Because, yeah, the church scene, let's just get into that, because that's okay. my favorite scene in the movie. The best example of Matthew Vaughn, like, Matthew Vaughnisms, I guess we'll call him. His control of the camera is fantastic. The way he directs action, where you can see everything, but there's still a lot going on, but it's, it's also not overwhelming to an audience. Because that, that fight scene's on par with anything in the Raid franchise, I think. Like... I actually caught my breath once the scene was over, like, <sighs> and then Colin Firth dies, and then I was like, no! 
And when, all your breaths taken, you're just like a, it's like a punch to the gut. Yeah, like you, you feel the loss. I, I noticed that. Uh, in oh my yeah. Review for audiences everywhere. I was like, oh, that's that's the kind of, that really sucks. Like, I would say that um, I would say the church scene is. Um, I mean, obviously we have a huge year ahead of us, but at this point, it's the 2015 equivalent to the Quicksilver scene of last year. Which that that's also another topic for me because I see what you're saying, so I'll agree with it. But you didn't like that scene, or I don't know. I do like the scene, but I'm not the biggest fan of Days of Future Past. I think oh, it's really? good. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't okay. Yeah. Uh, that that's a that's a fun scene though. So that's the yeah. highlight of the movie for sure. But back to Kingsman. Yeah. And then uh, the the church fight scene, how it's just it ramps up the action so hard, so hard, so hard, and then there's a grenade explosion. A couple more shots of people getting stabbed and shot in the face or whatever, and then it finally ends. And you're allowed to breathe, and it's like, it's it's a cool scene. You get really pumped about it, but it's also like, man, these are innocent people who are getting slaughtered, and so the film plays it <laughs> smart. And it doesn't... I, I like how Matthew Vaughn, you know, showcases how bad of these, how bad these innocent people are, though. Oh yeah, no, they're assholes. Oh, I mean, these are like the the scum of the scum in America. Oh in yeah, no, they're, they're they're pieces of shit. Yeah, but the the way in which all <laughs> these people die is pretty brutal. And so even though yeah, they're all yeah. terrible people, the showcase they're they're obviously inspired by like the Westboro Baptist Church type for of people. For sure, for sure, yeah. And yeah, um, I love how he kills some of them with a Bible. I love how those are some of the most creative death scenes I've ever seen. Ever, like getting ever. stabbed in the face with crosses, and they're flipping over pews so to good. each other. Like it's, it's insane. This is, oh man. Maybe I'll finish up my thoughts on this one. Um, the the film doesn't let you get away with like getting off on that or anything like that. Yeah. So then it kills Colin Firth. It's like. Yeah, something's always. Happening. I mean, there's there's never a moment in this movie where you're ever bored. Even, oh, yeah, I mean, even even the part where they're developing the story and it's not like a big action scene or you know a big a big task at hand. Even, I mean, there's no slow moments. Even the in between things of the big events are still really fun and creative. Or uh, there's some really awesome jokes. I mean, it, this movie is a mix of just so many different things that just make it so much fun. It, it's fun. It has a cool story. It, the actors are fantastic. Um, the characters are um, exactly who you would really want them to be. It's, I, I don't know how I would make this movie better. Matthew Vaughn totally killed it. Uh, I, he's one of my favorite directors working today. Um, in my opinion, he's yet to make a bad movie. Every one of his movies has been good. Uh, Stardust uh, is one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, I know a lot of people don't look at that as his best film, but I think that's his best film. But now that Kingsman's come out, I'm going to wait a couple of years, and who knows, this movie could end up being among one of my favorites. I mean, I, it... I can't say it's one of my favorite of all time because I've only seen it once, and that was you know a few weeks ago. But who knows uh, if one of his movies already is one of my favorite movies of all time just because it's it's that good. And this movie, 
I, I can't find anything wrong with it. Who knows? Um, I'm going to really be looking at this and watching it over and over again to see if I can find anything wrong with it because it seems pretty perfect to me um, after one viewing at least. I'm going to have to agree with you. Like pretty much it – like um, I don't really dock points off of movies for like, oh, the, this didn't match up with that or whatever. Like I just yeah. – I like to get a feel of it. And this one is totally Matthew Vaughn. It's – I think this is his best movie. I've only seen it once also. I think we saw it like the same day of – I think so. Ago, but yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, we did. Okay, but it's – it's a step above, or many steps above First Class, which I, that was my favorite of his before. I adore First Class, but even that one kind of can't stick the landing perfectly. Like, it's still good, but it, it kind of, like, throws in the Magneto-Xavier development, like, at the last 15 minutes, 20 minutes or so. Kingsman rides out a fine line, and then skyrockets with the church stuff, and then the line... Rides it out again to the end, which is still a high bar. So I, I, I can't imagine another movie being much better than Kingsman this year. Like I have a hard time picturing that. I, I really love this movie. That's so insane to think about, because we're just so, we're only in February. I know. So that's we why saw, like, we if saw this other movies January. suck this year. We like, saw this. Every other movie sucks. This. It's okay. I have Kingsman. It, it's so funny. I mean, we saw this in January. We're going to have to remember this. We, so possibly we saw the best movie of 2015 in January. Technically, it comes out in February, but that's when we saw it. And <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I don't want it to be the best. Like, of course, I want every single movie to be better than the next, so I'm not hoping that. But I mean, because especially because we have things, you know, such as Age of Ultron and Mad Max and Ant-Man and uh, of course, The Force Awakens later. And but. you forgot the most important one. Furious 7. Furious 7 will defeat Gamergate. <laughs> I mean, if you can jump buildings with a car, there's not... I, I can't really argue against that. I don't have arguments. I've got family. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes. Um, so I guess... Uh, if you were to wrap it I'm up not into, wrap. if you were, well, I'm saying if like, you were to wrap Kingsman up into like one perfect bow of everything, how would you do it? I, I, I mean, it, it's so many different things and so many fun, and exciting things. It really, I, it's hard to even around in, it. in genres. Like, okay, like Giselle is a really great henchman, and mm -hmm. the way she bounces around, like with her, her scythe legs. Oh, so awesome. Yeah, kick ass. And, and you don't even need to know why. Yeah, she's just a classic Bond. It's just villain. fucking awesome. Yeah. And, and, and it's just, it's, like her, her final fight scene where she's hopping around uh, Eggsy. Like, like, man, it's such a visual treat. But the way she hops around like that is how Kingsman hops around in genres and how it hops around tonally. It never loses balance, though. Like, neither does she. It's, it's it's an incredible feat for a movie to be able to move like this one does. Like Guardians of the Galaxy is probably the last movie that that did it this well. And I think Kingsman might even be better. I might I, I love Guardians of the Galaxy. Look look at this shit. Look at that. Mm. Yeah, I, I love Guardians of this. the Galaxy. Look at this. But, oh yeah, your your hat. <laughs> but man, Kingsman is just 
obviously I need to see it more times, and I, I will see oh, it multiple yeah, times. I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, I can't wait to own it on Blu-ray and watch it a billion and one times. You know, I feel bad because I don't feel like a real Matthew Bond fan because the only movie of his I have is First Class, which it's not oh, really? even on Blu-ray. It's DVD, so it's not even on Blu-ray. So I'm... <laughs> I like how you just had it to pull up, just like yeah, I had it there the whole like, the whole day. Grass. It was just like whoop. Yeah, the whole day I waited for that moment. I was like, ah, oh, okay, I'm gonna, we're gonna review Kingsman today with Mike, and all right, I'll put the DVD right there, and there you go. So yeah, just um. So you're saying this is his best film. You think it's better than Kick-Ass? You think it's better than Stardust, better than First Class, better than Layer Cake? Yes. I need to watch Stardust again because I know how much you love it. I love that movie so much. I haven't seen it in years. So much. But I remember being positive on it, like lukewarm positive on it. I was a much different person back then, so I I like weird (laughs) stuff. It's it's a, um, a great treat for... Uh, well, I guess I was gonna say it's a great treat for Homeland fans and fans of the upcoming Daredevil. But I don't know. I guess technically Daredevil doesn't have fans yet, but people hey, are excited. Hey, hey, excited I'm a Daredevil that, fan. No, I mean I'm a Daredevil fan, but I'm saying fans of the new series. Like technically, you can't be a fan of it <laughs> yet. But but I'm just saying it, it's it's Daredevil meets Homeland basically with the Claire Danes and Charlie Cox. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I'm just so happy that I'm so happy that uh, Charlie Cox is going to be Daredevil because you know he hasn't been in you know very much. He was in Boardwalk Empire in Boardwalk. for three seasons. He was in Boardwalk, but after Stardust, I thought that that dude was going to be in everything. I well, thought he was going to be like like you know like Michael Fassbender's in everything now and Tom Hardy like that like like that you know what I mean? Oh, I mean he has the potential. The world needs more Charlie Cox. I. Mean, he, his supporting role in the theory of everything was excellent. I haven't seen. That's the only Oscar nominee that I haven't seen. So <laughs> Get I, to it, man. I have failed. I saw American Sniper and failed Birdman. The city. I didn't even see that. Okay, but I'm a big fan of Layer Cake. Uh, I don't think it's like, amazing, but I think it's pretty great. Uh, I mean, it's his directorial debut, and I, I think it's his worst film. But it. His worst film, still a really good film. Oh yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. Um, Kickass, I I really like also. Yeah. Uh, first class is just. I I I got wordless when I think of first class. I I rewatched it this weekend, and I was just like, you know what? That is such a good time of a movie. You know. I just like, realized the, that I like I brought up Michael Fassbender, and Michael Fassbender's in a Matthew Vaughn film. I was yeah. like, oh, Charlie Cox. I thought that's why you brought that up. I didn't even think about that. It's oh just natural. At least I planned out my puns. It's, it's all connected. There you go. All right. Even though we're not talking about Marvel movies, it's all connected. We'll talk about Marvel eventually. But, <laughs> yes, I absolutely think Kingsman is Matthew Vaughn's best movie. I think okay. it's, it's a really good time. It's amazingly directed. Mm-hmm. Cast, he knows how to direct actors so well. Uh, the action is unbelievable. Like, it's... Literally unbelievable. I know people say that about a lot of stuff when it comes to movies. You need to see it to believe it in the same way that you needed to see The Raid 2 to understand what a car chase should look like. like I'm, I'm in love with Kingsman. That's that's it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm there with you 100%. And it, to bring up what I brought up at the beginning of this conversation is 
Taron Edgerton. This is this is the guy. I bet he and uh, Sophie Cookson are going to skyrocket. Maybe oh, not yeah, right away, but they're going to get a lot of good work in the future. And I, I can't wait. I'll be like, hey, I remember when I saw them before anybody else in a movie that people eventually saw anyways. So it's not I really mean, bragging rights. Give it until two days after Kingsman the Secret Service hits theaters until Taron Edgerton get, starts getting rumored for every single superhero role. Jesus, I was going to give it like six months to a year. You're doing two days? I mean, think about it. Think about how... how <laughs> just We look for every single brand new person from every movie, and we're like, oh, that guy. He's the new Spider-Man. No, nah, he does. He he does like Spider Man. He said. In he interviews. does like Spider Man, and yeah, that he was, he was uh, being rumored for Cyclops. Oh yeah, I remember that. And um, what would have been cool would be if Matthew Vaughn came back to direct an X Men movie, and he would have been cast as Cyclops. Oh but man. We got Ty Sheridan as Cyclops. It's all it's all good. Oh yeah, uh, he's great. And uh, but I just look forward to seeing where Tara and Edgerton and and uh, Sophie Cookson. Go from here. I mean, I don't know if there will be a sequel. Um, I, I mean, it definitely doesn't need a sequel. No movie technically needs a sequel, but um, I don't. And I don't know if I would want one. It would depend. It just depends. I'd have to see it, you know, and to tell you if it was necessary or if it was. If I don't know. I mean, I definitely am fine with it not having one. It's it's a its own story, and I can. I'm fine with where it left off. I don't know. You know, I. I was thinking the same thing as soon as I was done. I was like, this might be a near-perfect movie. Yeah. So I don't know if I want a sequel because where do the characters go from here? You the know, thing like is, the Matrix thing. I started thinking, um, like, when Star Wars came out. Like, Star Wars was Star Wars. And uh, that was, I mean, in my opinion, Star Wars, A New Hope, <laughs> is a perfect movie. But then, guess what came out afterwards? The Empire Strikes Back. We all know how terrible that movie is. <laughs> no. So, I mean, could Kingsman be... Obviously, it's not the next Star Wars, but it's... I mean, could it be the next huge franchise that... See, the I don't know if it's going to make... I don't know how much money this movie's going to make. Because uh, it's opening up against Fifty Shades of Grey, which is already just like obliterated pre pre sales, hasn't it? Like the the biggest pre sale of all time, I think, through Fandango, something like that. Yeah, like it's it's making record numbers. I was dumb when I did an article for it, and I was like, I don't see it making that much money because people don't like talking about sex out in the open that much. And then I was that was dumb of me because it's gonna make millions and millions of dollars. It'll be fine. Kingsman. I'm surprised the marketing's so good because. That's a funky title. You know, Kingsman the Secret Service doesn't exactly roll off the tongue. Yeah, it's originally called the Secret Service, but they changed it so Americans didn't uh, associate it with the Secret Service that we have in the United States. Yeah, that's smart. We're done yeah. anyways. No, but I, yeah, I, I, I see it doing well because people I've spoken to who just happen to hear about it or see a trailer <laughs> like when they go to a movie – they all like, yeah, that looks really good. I want to check that out. Like people who don't normally see lots of movies, 
I, I think I, I, it's definitely not going to have as big of a weekend as Fifty Shades of Grey, but I think it might have a longer – it might last longer. You know, I think it's, it's going to by word of mouth each week. So, uh, but yeah, overall, Kingsman, The Secret Service is an amazing, awesome movie with an amazing cast, amazingly directed by Matthew Vaughn. Um, I, I'm just so glad that it, it was just as great of a movie as it ended up being. I, I, it made me so happy, and it continues to make me so happy. I agree. You gave it a 10 out of 10, right? Yes. Okay, I gave it a, a solid A because A pluses are for like pure masterpieces type things. I <laughs> it, it might be that. I need to reflect on it more. But, yeah, damn, this movie is great, and everyone should go and watch it. Give it all your money. Uh, Mike, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at MikeTheFilmGuy. Uh, I'm a movie news reporter for Schmoesno.com, and I run a site, MikeTheFilmGuy.com. Uh, you can fi find my movie news either at Schmoesno.com or MikeTheFilmGuy.com, and uh, you can follow Schmoesno at Schmoesno. All right, thank you so much for joining me, Mike. Always fun talking to you, brother. And yeah, we'll just we'll I'll probably be tweeting you like right now about how much we both love Matthew Vaughn, anyways. So, all right, thanks for watching, guys. Uh, please like, subscribe, share. Once you see Kingsman, if you watch this without seeing Kingsman, okay, but go watch Kingsman anyways. All right, we have been the Waffle Press podcast. My name is Diego Crespo, and we have been unprofessionally professional.